Hi, this is Shei Samuel, and you're welcome to Words by Shei. So today we are talking about business, you know, small businesses. So most likely this episode is for business owners. Shei will be sharing his experience as a business owner. The things I've learned uh, along the way, a uh, couple of mistakes I've made, and uh, I would not want you to make them. So if you're already making those mistakes, welcome to the boat if you haven't i hope one or two things from this um podcast would guide you properly before we kick off thank you so much for listening to my last episode i had so much support and it gingered me to you need to see the excitement in my body when i was just trying to leave where i was to ensure that uh, i record another episode i'm hopeful that this episode will be as exciting as the last one, but even if it isn't, uh, I know you guys used to be there for me, so thank you. So yeah, what have I learned as a business owner? Number one, um, record everything. You know, I can't remember the exact date I started my business. I can remember the year, but not the date. So when I was celebrating the anniversary, it's just when it comes to my mind, okay, I think it was this month or next month. Let me do it this month. As much as possible, you have to record everything, not just your books, you know, not um, not just your taxes or your expenses or your profits or your incomes. These things are very, very necessary. You understand? Uh, they, are, they are not to be um, substituted for something else. But when recording, add some important dates. The older we get, the more forgetful we might become. So if your company is five years or ten years, or you're about to start and you can still remember the date, I would advise you to just pen it somewhere. You could put it in your email, you could put it in your Google Keep or your Evernote. Just pen it somewhere that you know that when you just search for it, it will always be there. So you need to keep things like your date. Some of us, our businesses have like four previous names. Yeah, now there's a new name that has stuck, but sometimes your customers want to remember what it was before, you know. So all those kind of things you could you could pen or you could record. Okay, from this year to this year, the business was called this name. We moved to this name this year. Moved to this name this next year. So stuff like that actually really really cool. So yeah, names record names record big wins. You know, imagine when you make your first hundred thousand. It's something to celebrate. These kind of things or dates like this. They actually make you remember where you're coming from, how far you've gone, and it just makes you feel grateful for your success, you know? So, try and record your big wins. I remember when I made my first 100,000, but I can't remember the exact month or the exact... I'm not even sure I remember the year by now, but it's so painful when I think about it. Okay, yeah, I remember when I was it. I made my first 100K, my first 200K, but I, it's so painful that I can't remember these dates. Here you get. I could use some um, special locations or the class I was, but those are not actual dates. You understand what I'm trying to say? So yeah, record everything. Everything that needs to be recorded, record them. You get a very fancy diary that you know that you will not be tearing pages out of. And start writing these things down. If it's going to switch you, buy different colors of bio. Use one color to write uh, A. Use another color to write B. Just something that you could keep somewhere. And 10, 20 years from now, it would still give you you know some nice feelings or nice vibes yes record everything number two 
take up marketing and customer service skills. Um, when we go to restaurants or we go to hotels and the staff are misbehaving, the first thing you want to say is, where is the owner of this place? Where is the manager here? You know, people want to see a um, an authority figure that they expect will resolve whatever issues they are having with the product or service. Now, as a business owner, you should be able to know how to de-escalate situations, especially when uh, the customer is really, really, really upset. You know, I'm not saying customers cannot be annoying. They can be annoying as, you know, the complete one. They can be really annoying. I'm trying not to use those words because some people like my my podcast, as I said, a lot of support is entering some some corners that are giving me good vibes, but those kind of corners, I have to, you know, not use the words that Uyghur people use in their movies, especially Samuel L. Jackson. So if I just mentioned Samuel L. Jackson, you know what I'm talking about. So back to the gist, take up marketing, you know, you should be able to sell your product or your service. It's not about telling people what your dream is, you know, that's not selling a product. It could be a type or a way, it could work, but it's not always the actual way. So take up courses, short courses, online courses, um, conventional diplomas on marketing, customer service skills. When a customer calls you, you need to be able to sound not just professional. You know, people always focus on sounding professional and they forget the confidence they have to have in their voices. You know, and many times you can be so frustrated in during the day and when a customer calls you, your voice is like, hello yes we have the bag where are you staying we cannot deliver to bainville okay sorry bye bye i understand they are tired but maybe when you have these trainings there are some cues that you'd have to remember that no matter how bad it is better for you to just say hi can we call you back you record the person's number record the person's name call the person back better than giving the person a very very shitty conversation on call so yeah take up marketing and customer service skills number three conquer the year one day at a time i've had conversations with many business owners i'm like okay what do you want to achieve this year ah this year hey want to make one million one million now that's a that's an amazing dream you know one million is not much it's very small it's not something you guys cannot do because i know that as you are listening to me now you are counting money spending although i understand my two hands are up for you like literally they were up for a second yeah but it's it's a reach you know it's it's a it's a massive reach and if you set those kind of goals yeah um how do i put this at the end you would just be chasing shadows from my experience when i when i set those kind of goals Though, I'm not saying they're not there, but when I set a goal, I ensure there's a procedure, a daily process that would lead to that goal. So, possibly, I could even achieve the goal before the first quarter ends of the year. Because there's there's already a process. So, if you want to say you want to make one million, so you start calculating how many shoes would you sell to make one million? How many recharge cards would you print to make that one million? How would you sell these recharge cards? Now, you cannot do these things if you just look at 2021. This is the vision. Now, you have to take up that year one day at a time. Okay, the goal is to sell 100 shoes. So today, I'm going to do this, 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 this to ensure that 50 people are contacted to buy 
50 shoes if one answers that is a plus that means my goal has 99 shoes left to be sold i hope i'm making sense so yeah um i i, I used to make that mistake before in the past that i would just say this year student village must have 15,000 uh, students my dear it is well low. hmm it is well so back to the gist the next one if you've tried everything and the product or service doesn't work change it we are always afraid to fail you know, especially when you've done shop opening and people have come repeating your rice your small jobs your pop puff some of them have been eating your walk many things have been eating you are excited and four five months along the line it is not working there is no harm in switching you don't have to switch to a nine to five okay if you know you still have the strength go back to your drawing board re-strategize get something else that you could do i there was this product that i had on my website and it was not bringing anything like literally it was not doing anything instead it was giving me headaches on how to hack how can i hack this how can i get this to work i removed that thing eventually after two years two years of money spent time wasted hypertension almost giving heart attack almost giving i removed it and i've never felt peace would i go back to it eventually in the future maybe when i have i've learned something different probably i'm not sure but at this moment i don't regret that decision so if you've tried everything like there's no way that this product or service is working switch to something else trust me you will not die it will save you so much stress and god forbid you are brother that many people came to my shop i was selling water bottle now they will come i'm selling air freshener people's houses are smelling how many people use water bottle children are taking people out to school so definitely go for the air freshener as long as there's money in the bank and you're an entrepreneur you're good to go now the final one which is very very important is don't take criticism as bad belly instead ask people for their opinions um one time yeah one time a friend analyzed my poem and um i don't like to say any poem again no i do not like to say any poem again then as i grew older i don't tell me that this guy did it from probably a place of love you know he wanted me to be better he knew i could do better but i was just upset that he criticized the poem and I, I send him my poems once in a while and he didn't change. That means this person is not doing it that of bad belly. He's not hating on me. You know, you're you are running a business. Now, it's not every opinion that comes your way that you, you, you take in. You know, you have to filter things. And you have to know who it is coming from. How knowledgeable is this person? What kind of experience does this person have? What are the person's intentions towards you? You know, you when you see an envious person criticizing your work, except you are deaf and you are blind, that's how you will not know. But naturally, you will know. Okay? So when, when your friends or your families or your customers, when they criticize your work, please, please, in the name of God, don't take it as uh, 
this person ah uh, this person is envious or this person is bad belly at the end they are walking out of your store if you're not doing them well well they're going somewhere else sure you get and you have to evolve your business has to evolve you can't see everything your staff might not see everything when somebody chips in an opinion or two first you filter if it makes sense get more information ask the person more questions and if it, when you filter that you've done it very well you've done this the abusive very well you've added the chicken you've added the beef and you have arranged the pounded yam you deliver it for me to eat you get so not all criticism is bad belly i'm not saying most of them are not though so people their body soul and spirit is wickedness you get but you should be able to tell who has good intentions for you and who doesn't i think i said the last one yeah i forgot one so let me just drop it which is very 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 important don't get too familiar with customers no matter how close you are to them we've all now talking to us as customers we've all been to a position whereby we are like is it because i'm your friend that's why you're treating me like this here you get you might not say to the friend because you are afraid the relationship might be affected but you go home and you're like ah, uh-uh. i came to her store to buy perfume and she left me to attend to somebody else for close to one hour does she think i don't have anywhere to go to she get or i sent him a message that the app he created has issues and he has not attended to it or given me a reply is it because we are friends you know it's over familiarity from our end as business owners that we forget that even our friends and families yes they are related to us through one relationship or the other but they are also customers it is the way you treat your customer not your friend that will make them refer someone many of us buy things from outsiders because we know our friends will either um they will say arale niwa they will give you uh overpriced products you know they give you products at terrible prices or their customer service towards you is very very horrible I'm like ah am i not dropping my money in this person's shop is this person okay so as a business owner um try not to be too familiar with your customers if your mom wants to buy something for you from you treat her like a customer give her the best a customer deserves and add fisi since she's your mom if your brother or your boyfriend or your fiance yeah the relationship is still there you're going to still make reference to that but let your professionalism tell that they don't think or they don't feel that you are taking advantage of your relationship with them i hope this makes sense i really thank you for listening up to this moment i didn't intend it to be too long but it is what it is thank you so much for listening my name is Shay Samuel. Have a lovely day, week, month. And yeah, don't forget to share this podcast to your friends, your frenemies, your exes, your present, your future, your crushes. You could send it to your pastors. If your pastors are cool, I would really appreciate that. All right. Bye.